Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I am Katie, your host, and I am thankful to have you tuning in today. If you haven't already, I would absolutely love it if you share this podcast with any friends or a business friends that you have that might benefit from it because word of mouth is my favorite type of referral. With that being said, let's dive into today's topic, finding motivation while navigating hustle culture. We will be diving into the often demanding landscape of hustle culture and exploring strategies for finding motivation amidst its challenges. In a world that celebrates constant activity and perpetual productivity, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and lose sight of what truly drives us. Today, we'll navigate the nuances of hustle culture and unravel the key to sustaining motivation in the midst of its pressures. From defining personal success to balancing ambition with well-being, we'll uncover actionable insights that go beyond the surface of constant busyness. We are not busybodies. Let's just dive in to this topic to really understand how intentional choices, celebration of progress, and finding that motivation can be so powerful in maintaining motivation while navigating the hustle. If you've ever felt the weight of constant demands, you're in the right place. Let's embark on a journey to discover the motivation that withstands the challenges of hustle culture together. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. The first thing I want to talk about is defining your personal success. We want to talk about the importance of defining our success on your own terms rather than conforming to external pressures. This is talking about like how aligning your goals with your values and passions can provide a more sustainable and fulfillable source of motivation. The biggest takeaway from this specific point would be understanding what success means to you personally because you then can navigate hustle culture with a clear sense of purpose and motivation. I know that I'm not alone in this. We've probably all faced it at some point or another that we fall into the comparison game and you know, Susie Q next to us is booking 30 sessions a month as a photographer and we just don't have the time. That's okay. We don't have to fall into those external pressures or those self-imposed pressures. We want to sit back and be intentional with what success looks like for us and what we want it to look like and how we want to get to it. I learned this and, you know, it's it's ever evolving, right? Because success can change. You know, I'm a mother now. I have a four-year-old daughter. She is amazing. But in the last four years, my success, my definition of success and what success looks like for me and my business has changed immensely. And pre-motherhood, it was totally, totally different. My pre-motherhood journey was very different than what my motherhood journey is as a business owner or even as a career-driven woman because before kids, I just absolutely loved working. 
I'm very passionate about what I do and I find so much joy in it. But after having kids or child, I love having free weekends. I love spending time with my daughter. I am excited to just hang out with her and be at her level and just have fun with her. She's amazing and beautiful and wonderful. And so my personal success definition has changed and morphed over those years. Also, there's other factors, not just being a mom, but like growing older, older, I'm not old yet, but just older, has also changed how I align my goals and my values and my passions with my business. So it's really important to just slow down, press pause on the world if you can, and figure out what your personal success looks like. For me, I still want to make good money. I want to live a life that I don't have to think about the numbers if my dog gets sick or if my daughter needs an outfit for the school program. Like I don't want to have to worry about those things, but I also don't want to be so busy trying to make that money to pay for that thing that I just don't get to spend time with my family or my pet. So for me, it's just shifted over the years. I also could do 30 sessions like Susie Q down the road each month, but I don't want to. I think it was last October like 2022 that I did. I did like 32 sessions in October and it was wild and I felt good about it and I was happy about it. But then in 2023, I was like, nah, that's not where I'm at. That's I don't want to be there. I don't want to do that. And that's not success to me. I you know, drastically increased my pricing so I didn't have to book 30 sessions and I pivoted and changed. And I'm here to tell you that that is totally, totally okay. I know that in 2023, had I tried to do 30 sessions in October, I wouldn't probably want to be here. I would have burned myself out so badly that I would have just given up, honestly. And I'm not, I don't give up generally, but just my capacity was full. I just didn't have the energy or the time or the motivation to do that. And so sometimes it's important to just take a step back and see what you want your personal success to be because then you can reevaluate and refocus and rehone in on that motivation to get you there. The next thing I want to talk about is balancing ambition with well-being. There is a huge need to find that synergy between ambition and well-being in the pursuit of goals. It's so dangerous that It's dangerous that you could run into burnout and stress associated with the hustle culture. And really, you want to make sure that you're prioritizing mental and physical health because that's going to contribute to the sustained motivation and success that you have. Um, One of the key takeaways for this point is going to be about emphasizing really our long-term success and how that requires a holistic approach that includes self-care and maintaining a healthy work-life balance or synergy. So I'm going to use the podcast as an example of this. In, I think it was July and August, I was nose to the grind. I slated certain weeks to stay up a little bit later because <laughs> I'm an early bird and I go to bed super early so I can get up early. But I slated a couple evenings to just hash out guest episodes and was able to forecast into the future all the way through February. So by the end of August, I had all of my content for this podcast, all of my guest content scheduled through February. So that's not that you guys are confused, but that's like July, August of 2023, all the way through every Thursday, minus a couple like Thanksgiving, um, through February of 24 of episodes. So I don't even have to worry about it. 
For me, that was an ambitious goal, but it allowed me to push hard for a couple of weeks and I took breaks in between and whatnot. Even into like October, I think it was October maybe, I was still doing guest episodes and recording them and I still do periodically, right? But I literally took a couple weeks in there that were completely blank and said, no, I'm not doing anything during these timeframes and then took a couple weeks and I was like, hey, I'm going to get three, four episodes done this week with a guest. And so that was how I kind of balanced my ambition with my well-being because I knew I needed downtime, but I also knew that I was really, really on fire for doing these guest episodes because I want to bring you guys this content. I have so much good stuff I want to share that I just couldn't hold back. But I had to go into it intentionally to make sure that I was prioritizing my mental and physical health. If I stayed up every single night recording episodes, I would get totally burned out. So I had to create that margin and create that space where I could rest in between those busy seasons. And it worked out really, really well. In fact, at the time of this recording, I'm getting ready to dive into basically doing more guest episodes so I can get more slated for you guys. And it's just that intentionality with balancing the ambition and well-being. So just make sure that you're focusing on long-term success and a more holistic approach so that you can maintain self-care and a healthy work-life balance and not burn yourself out because that's going to that's going to be what's going to keep you motivated and keep you going strong. The third point I want to talk about is celebrating small wins. You really, really, really need to recognize and celebrate small achievements along the way. I think that we can get caught up in the sense that like, oh, I got to keep going. And I'm going to jump back to the podcast as an example, I'm so focused on getting things done through the next, you know, X amount of months that sometimes we forget like, oh, I hit 100 100 episodes. I hit 115 episodes. Like you want to focus on those small wins. They might not mean a lot to somebody else, but I'm proud. I am stinking proud that the podcast has made it this far and June of 2024 is going to be our two-year mark. That's wild. And you want to focus on those celebrations and those small wins. You really want to acknowledge the progress no matter how incremental it can be um, because you want to boost that motivation and really give yourself that, that sense of like accomplishment. Regularly celebrating small wins will help maintain that momentum and keep motivation high even amidst amidst the demands of hustle culture. So slow down and celebrate, girlfriend, because why not? It was funny. I was joking with my husband the other day and I was like, we should probably like order dinner tonight because Meredith's potty trained. Actually, that's not even true. I don't remember why. But my point in, in it was that I was like, we should order dinner tonight because like I had a great day at work. We should order dinner tonight because, man, I'm drained. We should order dinner tonight because I'm tired. We should order dinner tonight because I hit 100 episodes. Like pretty much I just utilize ordering dinner for like any reason. Like any occasion I should order dinner. I don't like cooking. Um, But that was kind of the joke with my husband. And then, of course, he's like, sure, we can order food. (laughs) And then like tonight I'm going to be like, we should order dinner because we both had busy days. Um. That's probably like my biggest downfall is I ordered too much dinner. Uh, I should probably cook more. But anyways, my point is, is that I'm like constantly celebrating, quote unquote, those small wins. And you should too. Even if it's just simple, like you buy yourself a bath bomb or you get a new book or you slow down and read a chapter of your book, like small celebrations are important. It's going to keep you energized. It's going to keep their morale up. I mean, as small business owners, you don't want to get caught up in the sense of like, you just have to grind, 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 grind. Think of yourself as a team member. When I think about my day job, 
if I just expected my team members to just push, 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 and I never celebrate them and how well they're doing, they're not going to want to keep working. They're not going to want to keep serving. They're going to lose motivation. They're going to lose that energy and that excitement and that passion. So you want to cultivate that. So you got to do it for yourself too. Celebrate those small wins. Number four is setting realistic goals. It's so important to set realistic and achievable goals. It can be overwhelming if you set these huge objectives and it can lead to demotivation and stress and the benefits are not there because you're not going to want to accomplish that goal because it's just not attainable. So breaking down larger goals into manageable tasks is so, so important because you're able to then see that that progress, see that productivity as you're chipping away at the larger goal. So by setting realistic goals, here's the key takeaway for point four, the setting realistic goals, you can maintain a sense of progress and motivation without succumbing to the overwhelm of the nature in hustle culture. So again, the podcast thing example would be that you get so caught up in building out a year's worth of content that you get overwhelmed by it. You're not even passionate about it by it anymore and you get burned out. And then those conversations are not what you wanted them to be because you're not showing up passionate and driven and and just like, ah, oh, just so energized and ready to go because you're so focused on, I got to get a hundred episodes out. But if you slow down and say, I got to get five good episodes done by X date and I really want to be passionate about them, that's more attainable. So you just want to make sure you focus on that. And again, Another example would be photography. If you say, I want to book 40 sessions in one month, that's not realistic. But if you want to book five sessions in one month, or if you want to increase your pricing and book five more sessions, you can do that. But if you want to change your pricing and book 100 sessions, that's not necessarily attainable. One thing to keep in mind when we're talking about goals, everyone's goals are going to be different. And this goes back to setting your own personal success, right? You have to know what success looks like for you and how you're going to get there because that's what matters for your business. Your business is yours. Mine is mine and hers is hers. So you want to make sure that you're being mindful of that when you're setting these goals and make sure that they're realistic. So if you have a goal to book, I don't know, 200 weddings, No, that's not crazy. That's crazy. Um, If you have a goal to book like 25 weddings in 2024, cool. That's a big goal. Break it down by quarter. You know, maybe you need to book seven weddings a quarter and maybe one quarter you book a couple extra so you're able to move the needle for the next quarter or whatever. But break it down, make it smaller and easier and more attainable so that you set yourself up for success, so that you can relish in the fact that you're being productive and that you're meeting those smaller goals because then it's going to snowball and be a much bigger goal. If you're going to run a marathon, you don't just go out and run 26.6 miles. No, you work up to that. You set a goal for three miles for the first couple weeks. You set a goal for six miles for the next couple weeks. And then guess what? You don't run a full marathon until you run a full marathon because like nobody's going to go out and run 26 miles just for the fun of it before the actual marathon. In fact, I don't actually know this from experience, just so you all know. In fact, I don't even believe that like the week or two leading up to the marathon, you're even really supposed to be running because you got to rest your body so it's ready for that 26 miles. So keep that in mind. Number five is being intentional and avoiding and avoiding busy work. This is a big one because I see a lot of businesses focusing on like Instagram and showing up on stories. And that can be busy work if you're not doing other things. So it's really important to be intentional with your actions and avoid the trap of doing busy work for the sake of appearing productive. Um, You want to make sure that like 
you're consciously choosing tasks that align with your goals and contribute uh, meaningfully to your objectives, this can totally enhance your motivation. And the key takeaway for this one is by being intentional with your efforts, you not only maintain focus on what truly matters, but you also prevent burnout associated with excess unproductive busyness. Quality over quantity should be guiding should be a guiding principle in this. I know so many people can get caught up in doing stuff, but you don't want to just do stuff. You want to be intentional with what you're doing. I had a conversation, and this is going to be a totally different episode because it's worth it, but I had a conversation with one of my mentors recently, and I was talking about how I'm so overwhelmed in a given moment on this certain day. And she's like, let's re- like let's reconsider how you're talking about being overwhelmed. And I was like, okay, we can do that. And she's like, I think you're at capacity. I don't think you're overwhelmed. Overwhelmed insinuates that I'm feeling defeated. It's a little bit overwhelmed. The word itself, like I think is more a nod to the emotional feelings, Um, but it's talking about being like defeated or not being able to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And I can do that. And this is what she was pointing out to me. She's like, you can do that. You're doing it, but you're at capacity, meaning you can't take on more. Like you're to the brim, so you can't be successful and do more and more and more. And that's reasonable. And so with that, it's just important to make sure that you're avoiding busy work because busy work can overwhelm you. If you put on your table that you have to post to social media X amount of times a day or a week, but you're not getting bookings from social media, number one, maybe you need to reevaluate your marketing strategy. But number two, maybe that's not where you should be investing your time. That's not connecting. That's not doing what you need to do. So make sure that you're being intentional with what you're doing so that your work is actually like reaping rewards. It's so important because you don't want to get burned out. You don't want to get overwhelmed. You don't want to struggle and lose sight of your overall goals because you're just getting by. And sometimes that means you just got to slow down and reevaluate and that's totally, totally okay. So again, that key takeaway is that you want to be intentional with your efforts because you don't want to only maintain just like getting things out there, but you want to maintain focus on what truly matters to help keep your business moving and going. So that's really, really important. Um, That kind of covers everything, all five of the points that I wanted to hit on during this episode. So as we conclude this episode and really diving into finding motivation within the realm of the hustle culture, it's clear that the path to success isn't just about relentless activity, but about purposeful, intentional efforts. And you hear me say it all the time. You've got to be intentional. Today, we've uncovered strategies that transcend the surface level of busyness, emphasizing the importance of personal definitions of success and balancing ambition with well-being and celebrating incremental victories. Remember, motivation in the face of hustle is not just about doing more, but doing what matters. Be intentional with your actions, celebrate the small wins, and prioritize your well-being. By cultivating this motivation and setting realistic goals, you can navigate the demands of hustle culture while staying true to your values and passions. This is so, so, so important. Thank you again for joining me for this insightful episode. And I really hope that the strategies shared today serve as a compass in your journey, helping you find lasting motivation and fulfillment in what you are doing. Guys, until next time, keep on diving in.